Welcome to Practically a Fabringen. Here's our host, Rabbi Mayor Prager and Menachem Poznanski. I can't sing a song because there's already a song playing. But do you hear the song? Before, I know. I know you can't hear it because we're going to add it after in post credit. Okay, Practically a Fabringen, welcome back. Here we are. Um, great to be here. Episode 79. Uh, it's wonderful to, wonderful to have you. Thank you for joining us. Just a reminder, best way to make sure you get info on our new episodes is by subscribing. And if you give us a review and give us five stars, Mayor's self-esteem expands exponentially. <laughs> I can use I can use the boost. <laughs> give the guy a break. <laughs> if it just happened that in your screen there's six stars, it won't hurt you. You can... Click on that one too. <laughs> uh, also, check us out on social media and on our website. Social media is at the Light Revealed. <clears throat> social media is at the Light Revealed. And our website is lightrevealed.org. Uh, <laughs> you can find this, this podcast with all the episodes cataloged, uh, as well as some of the other stuff we're doing. Um, and, uh, and also, if you want to email us, reach out the Light Revealed at tlrfamily.org uh, to connect. Okay. So, getting very serious, because we're very serious over here. This is serious Fabrengen. It's practically a serious, practical Fabrengen. Okay, so we're up to Paragid test, the Tisefes Bayer. And uh, we're talking about the Nair, Nair Hashem Nishmas Adam. And last time we were touching on uh, the power of Chachma uh, and its capacity to make us more than, than what we are, which is a very powerful idea. Um, and uh, we also touched on some of my insecurities, which thank you. I'll send you my my uh, my payment for the therapy session. Really appreciate it, Mayor. <laughs> um, so the question now is: what Officially next? a chassid. <laughs> What's you're that? Officially, you're officially a chassid. Officially there. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Vault. When you so, when you ask, you have to say yes. 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 <laughs> hey, baby. I'd say, if, do I get a special hat? But my wife would not be. Very no, happy. no, no, no. Hats, hats, hats. Totally ancillary. Nothing to do with chassid. Okay, so so Lamaisa, what's next? Where 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 does the um, where does the Altarabba take us next? So now that we've discussed so uh, at length the Avim um, Sateris, the uh, innate connection that a yid has with God that we have from Yerusha as an inheritance from Avram Yitzchak Yaakov due to their uh, total Mr. Snefesh and lifestyle. They imbued the Jewish DNA with uh, inexplicable, unbelievable connection to Hashem that no matter what happens to them, no matter what they do to them, whatever happens to them or from them, from the inside or from the outside, they always have this relationship that I'm Jewish. As we see in society, throughout history, the connection that every Jew has, nothing to do with religious affiliation, just they always, maybe sometimes they connect it to this cause or that cause. They oh, at the end of it, they're like, this is, this is who I am. I'm Jewish, and it's very important to them. It's, and, it's, and you can never take it away from them. Unbelievable connection throughout our history. <clears throat> so... That being the case, the question lies, then where's the problem? 
why are we not acting the way a Jew ought to act? In any definition of what a Jew is, we're not, we have, uh, we have challenges, and we have, uh, like anybody else, sometimes even more so than others. <clears throat> Where's the problem? <clears throat> if this is who we are in our heart, and it's always there, then what's the problem? So there's a, um, there's a beautiful um, explanation from the Baal Shem Tov. It says, it says in, in Nach, the Novi says, Im he says, "What if God, if someone's going to hide in in, in, the, in the basements and in, in, in in hidden places, I'm not going to see him." God's saying, "Well, I'm not going to see you. You know, I'll, I see you wherever you are." So, but the Bachshantiv had an amazing interpretation of that, and he said, "Im adam Where does the nister? Where would somebody end up? How could it be that someone's not is hidden, so to speak?" Uh, and and that that God shouldn't see him. He says, Vani, the eye. He says that's one place that God has set aside. And the Gemara in, in, in Tainus talks about it in more detail. The arrogance of man is is the is the uh, for lack of a better way to say it's the kryptonite of our super Jew gene. <coughs> is I? Nachem, <coughs> you're laughing. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Superhero reference. Super Jew. Super kryptonite Jew. is I. Yeah, is our kryptonite. It's it's terrible. Now obviously everybody knows that, that arrogance is terrible. Every you being a therapist and then even living you know better than anybody else how almost every single problem that ever exists has to do with 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 arrogance of some sort. And Chassidus clearly says many times, and the Gemara also in Tainus, that everything happens from the arrogance, from I, once there's I. But there are levels in when we talk about there's arrogance and there's haughtiness and there's, like, more commonly knows, a big shot or whatever. There are all kinds of ways of saying it. And then there is the heart of it. I mean, there, there, those are bad... Um, Expressions of of of, a, of an ego, an unhealthy ego, but at the heart of it is I, and as the as ever brings the navi that says, the, it's it's a Michelet, but it's it's a reference in Nefesh Bahamis that it's a luka. A luka is like the um, is like a blood sucking type of animal. It says have have give give. Give that clipper is clipper, and and the Zaira talks about this particular verse many uh, at length. That it's about I want have have. He also the the Zaira mentions that a dog also goes have have. It's barking is give me give me. I mean I I don't want there are a lot of dog lovers. I don't want to. The dog is a beautiful animal. I know. I know. <laughs> The dog's a beautiful animal, and everybody talks about how much the loving dogs are. But I, I've tested this, and this is if you, if you're, if the if the owner of the dog gives a dog a biscuit a day, and me as a neighbor give him two biscuits a day, he's coming <laughs> to my house. <laughs> he's going after the biscuits, and if the guy next door gives three biscuits, whoever gives more gets more. It's, it's not. He's not. The dog's not. Uh, he's not arrogant. He's not. He's 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 fine animal. He just. It's about me. 
Have, have. Give me, give me. That is the nefesh bahamis. That's the animal soul. Give me, give me. Actually, and then the Al-Tarab actually takes it further. He says he uses the posuk when, um, when Esau is coming back from a hunt and he's famished and, and Yaakov is making his stew and he goes, Halitaini, pour it down my throat. You know, it's not just give me. It's even pour, pour it into me. Like there is, a, there is no, I, I, I want, I deserve, I want, I need. I don't want to do anything. That, that thing of I, that I, is the blockage that creates, that blocks, that avamisiteris, that innate, the true person that we are, the real us, is being blocked by the eye. There's a uh, beautiful story I heard about the Rebbe. I don't know if this is a true story, but like the Rebbe used to say over stories, he said the stories, the stories that he heard from the, from the previous Rebbe, he goes, I, you know, those are true because I know where I heard it from my father. But this one, I didn't hear it, but, but, the, but the lesson is, is true, and therefore it's worth repeating. I heard that once someone wrote to the Rebbe how unhappy they were. And they were saying how the, uh, I didn't have this, and I didn't have this, and, I, and this happened to me, and I, this, and I, I should have had this, and a whole bunch of letters. And I heard that the Rebbe took a pencil, and he circled all the eyes in this letter to, to the person. And, and, I, and I wrote something else, I'm not sure what, but send it back. It was, it's the I, I, this constant, this, the, the more we're focused on I, as much as it seems like that's the path of growth and better, the more I, I there is, the more blockage it is to the true yid, the true good person, the true unbelievable person that we are. And that's why you find so much, so many times that people in their pursuit of whatever they like and they want, after a while they're not, they're not even happy about it. There's an emptiness. Why is there an emptiness? Because it actually blocked who you really are. So many people who have amassed so much wealth and success in so many places, if it's in Hollywood, in business, in, med- in whatever they're doing, sports, there is, they're not the happiest people because they didn't actually do anything. To, to Happiness is when you are really living. And the I and all these other things is noise that came in, and we thinking that it's going to it's going to help us. It's distracting us. And the fact, and as Chassidus says, the more that it's obvious, it's about you. It's that itself should be the warning sign that it's it's taking you in 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 the in the wrong in the wrong direction. Wow. Okay. Here we go. <coughs> Talk about Lucy Givaldic. <laughs> For those oh, who don't know, Lucy is my is my former dog. I wasn't there is sure one exception. Be... There's a very chassidish dog called Lucy. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say it's. I used to be nervous if I could be a chassid with a dog, but now Lucy doesn't live with us anymore. So now, <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if it's a coincidence that I was already <laughs> deemed a chassid. I was I was given the title, and it happens to be I don't have a dog anymore. So I don't know. Maybe it's a sign. So. <laughs> I'm sure there's many fine chassidim with, with <laughs> wonderful dogs. 
Um, I do love dogs, though. I'm Amish. I'm Amish. I don't know. There's something about it. My wife laughs at me when we pass by the park. And there's people with dogs. She's like, you're jealous, right? I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mama's jealous. She's like, do you miss Lucy? It's like, not for a second. Because <laughs> of all the responsibility that comes along with it. But uh, dogs are fun. But nonetheless, okay. So I want to talk about that in a second because I, I thought you touched on something really powerful. I did a whole series on my other podcast. I think it was like three or four episodes called Lessons from Lucy because the experience of getting her as a puppy and then raising her and training her I felt like it taught me so much, La Havdil, about what the Alter Rebbe was trying to say about the Nefesh of Bahamas, because a dog is like, like in my mind, in many ways, a dog is like an unrestricted Nefesh of Bahamas. It's a Nefesh of Bahamas without consciousness. So it's just like, it, it, it totally opened my perspective. Anyway, I'll get to that in a second. So you're talking over here about the revelation of the Nesham of the, neshama of the person, which is the Ahava Mesuteras, that is this is this a connector, it's a lightning rod that keeps us connected constantly to God that allows for us to never be apart from Him. It's, it, it allows for no matter where a person is, they're always in that state of connectedness, no matter how they're feeling, no matter how revealed their love is or not, right? Because a lot of the Hasidas, a lot of the Hasidas of the Alta Rebbe, a lot of the messaging of Tanya, which we've discussed before, is how like, the whole discussion of spiritual development surrounds Ava, surrounds love, right? It's not like I was talking to someone yesterday. They were talking about like the 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 connectedness between Yira and Ava, <coughs> between reverence and fear and love within the context of of the Alter Rebbe's Chassidus within, within within the context of Tanya. And it's like he said, "Well, it's Rashi's Chachma Yira Hashem." So so it seems like Yira is the foundation. I said, "Okay." If you, so a good analogy came to me, so I'll share it over here. I wonder what you think of it. So I said, if you were building a house, the most important thing that you have to put the most focus on is the foundation. It's true, but if you're making a foundation, you're not building a house. It's just making a foundation. Building a house is building a house. Part of the, the first step is to make a foundation. And without a good foundation, you can't have a good house. But, but building the house is building the house. And, and for the Alta Rebbe, Ahava is building the house. It's the, it's the whole thing is our Havas Hashem. And the altar, so the altar is very preoccupied with and discusses this. We've been talking about this for the last few weeks in the podcast, if you're listening now and you haven't listened to the last few, not, well, last few episodes. So if, I, if that's true, you asked, if I have a Hava Mesoteris, then why is it so difficult for me to be a Yid? Why is it so difficult for me to do the right thing? Why do I find myself so far off the spiritual being so constantly, I have a Hava Mesuteris. It's like, it's, it's, it's exuding from me. It's always present. And yet I find myself disconnected or feeling disconnected. Disconnected. <laughs> you also asked a question, which I feel like it, it's worthwhile to kind of bring this up now. It's like, why do you find that people that have so much in their lives that should bring them to happiness are not happy? It almost like it's like in a, in a parallel form, a deal. Right, like, hey, why am I alive with like connectedness to God if I don't feel that way? And B, if I spend all my time amassing wealth and I have wealth, not me or some other people, why are they still so unhappy? And you kind of correlated the same two questions with the same answer. And the answer that you said is that is that is is the Alta Rebbe reveals that the real problem 
through a series of psukim. We don't have to, uh, you, you already talked about them, so I don't have to go, go through them. Specifically, to identify that really ego, ani, is really the problem. And you talked about a very important idea. I thought it was important to mention as a, like a mental health professional. Because sometimes you have this, by the way, you'll have teachers that will say something like that. Like, ego is a source of every problem. Even mental illness. Ego is a source of mental illness. And then people that have mental illness, as a mental health professional, they get all, like, whacked. What do you mean? I'm depressed. I have anxiety. Why, how, how is ego... You're saying I'm egotistical? I, I, I hate myself. Like, I, I've literally had people say that to me. I went to the shear. This guy said, it's ego is the problem. And I literally <laughs> hate my guts. Like, how could I... I couldn't be less egotistical. What are you talking about? So I, I have spent a lot of time thinking about that, which is... And this is not where you went, but just to... You brought it up, so... But so it's it's Kedida, it's Kedida to kind of make that point. It's my conception of it. I also wonder what you think about this. But my conception of it is that it's not that like ego causes every problem that a person has. Is that ego causes every problem a person has with their problems. Like the biggest barrier to someone overcoming depression is the fact that they become anxious, depressed, and angry that they're depressed, right? Or the fact that the biggest problem people have focusing, dealing with an addiction or dealing with anxiety or dealing with a, a, a personal problem, a relationship problem. Those problems, I mean, it doesn't mean it's going to go away, but like you can deal with them. You can get help. You can get support. You can, there's a, a variety of things you can do. But when you're not okay with the fact that you have the problem because you decided that you shouldn't have the problem, and that's, I think, where ego comes in, or you decided that I don't deserve to have the problem, Right or you you feel like God's being unfair to you, which is, which, I think emotionally it's okay to be upset, but when you decided that you know better, that is where the ani comes in and it really stops you from being able to address the problem. People have, people have different dispositions. People are more depressed. People are more anxious. People encounter addictions. They encounter all sorts of mental health challenges or just life problems, relationship problems, and they can deal with them and. They can get help and they can do do well, but when they have a problem with the problem, they're they're cut off from anything because they're already starting off with that place of kind of drawing a line in the sand. And I think that part comes from ego. That's where when you talk about ego being the kryptonite of our super Jew gene, right? That's like our capacity to like overcome challenges. Like a yid can overcome anything. A yid, meaning where Jewish people have faced thousands of years of gullah. So a person encounters a problem, uh, an episode of depression, and he says, I'm not okay with being depressed. Okay, you're a yid. You can walk through this. You're going to walk through. You're going to get help. You're going to get support. You have support around you. You walk through it, and you become a bigger person from it. The minute someone makes that shift in consciousness, the whole trajectory of their growth changes. Let, let, let me... I hear... You don't like a lot it. of times I hear no, no. First of all, it's very hard to talk to some to someone who's a mental health professional. I have too much respect for the for, for you as, as a person, as a professional, to talk about something in your field. But I'm only going to talk about it the way it is in the world of Chassidus, because okay. that's I feel that we have more of a uh, standing, so to speak, and that's what we're that's our, our objective here. Um, I said ego and I said um, arrogance and all that, but I meant what I was saying is that it was not that. It's the I, a knee. It's just the I. It's not like that person who told you that it's brilliant 
analogy, it's true. People say, it's ego, I feel so terrible, I hate myself. There is nothing more self-obsessed than somebody who hates themselves. Right. They're, they're so full of an, of an opinion of who they ought to be, and they're not acting according to who they are based on their assessment. So in a way, as much as they're more humble and broken to the arrogant guy on the, down the block, to a certain degree, they're even worse than that, so to speak, because it's, a, it's an obsession with I, and that's not evil. It's just I. I am. I, 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 I am. So that's why it's interesting. The Altair continues that the only way, when does this God gene come out? When does the MS happen? When we have challenges. So it's interesting. It says, <clears throat> so again, we have to look in terror to see an analogy of where this played out. So there's a beautiful Sikha uh, there talking about Yosef HaTzadik. 17 years old, grew up in a very wealthy house. Brilliant. Everything. He, all the gifts of life. Had all the trappings that anybody can ever possibly have. His brother sold him out in the worst possible situation. Sold him to, to Hamas in, some, in the worst place in the world. In the worst place in the world where he was guaranteed to get killed. He goes there as a slave, and then he excels. Then he goes, and he excels, and then everything turns on him again, and he ends up in a jail. A jail in that part of the world is it's the lowest. Even in a regular jail, they take away your name, you're only a number. You have no identity. So there explains that this, that it's the Territ says, Ish only on Yosef, and twice. And he uses it even more when he went to jail. What Yosef did, because Koma, his, the words, the way Yosef described what he was going through is, whatever God will send me, or wherever I was put here, God put me. He didn't see himself as, I should be better, I'm a better guy, I should, I'm brilliant, I'm, I should be, I should, my father, I, 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 no. It's like, okay, we're, we're, what is, what's going on here? He saw God and the emiss is the truth. And wherever he is, that's where he should be. And he's going to make the best out of that. So there was no eye in his thing. So when he was a slave, it, 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 the Aveda himself, the first stage, broke him from his previous... His previous situation was holding him back. He would never be the great Yasef Atzadik if his brothers never sold him. And the only reason why he was able to unpack that gift, so as you can say, can say it's a gift, but his situation is because he didn't say, I deserve better, or this is wrong. He's like, this is what life is. This is what God's giving me. That means that this is where my essence is, and this is where life is, and he embraced it. And then he became this super person. And then it fell on him again, because you know what? There's a, there's a mimer. Maybe the listeners listen to know how much the they have background, but there's a mimer from the Mitter Ever. He says there's a everybody knows in Chassidus all over the place. It says when it comes to love, the, the disadvantage of love over fear is there's an arrogance. Yes, Mishayev, I love him. When you're fearful, you're like you feel you're, you're challenged. You 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 realize a bigger entity. In love, it's all how I feel. And then the Mitter Ebbing, one of the moments says, there's a yesh misha bottle. <laughs> there's someone who feels, oh, I'm humble. <laughs> oh, I, I realize. Like, humbleness also sometimes has this, uh, there's still levels of I in it. 
especially the way we learned it over here, in our, the way we learned Chassidus is, uh, Tanya, we decided, hopefully we're correct, to instead of the word Russia, which we had a hard time, we used cancer as, as a as, it's cancerous thing. It's interesting that we're kind of right, because there is a Sikha there that speaks about that every generation has different ailments that, that are in the physical world because in the spiritual world. And he speaks about the fact that where this was in the, in the 50s, in the 60s, that with the cancer is becoming a major, major issue. And the Rebbe says that what could we learn from cancer is that there's too much of the body growing. It's, it's not that it's a disease. It's not even a... It's just too much. It shouldn't be... It, it, this, this, it should stop growing. It's growing where it doesn't belong. There's too much eye. It's the eye. It's the eye. That's the essence of can, you know, from a spiritual point of view, and which fits in very well with what we're saying over here. We're not talking about ego here, and we're not talking about arrogance here. We're talking about a sense of who am I? Who am I? You're part of God. And the situations that you're going, the, the more you realize that it's outside, that all the, the thing, my, my situations is, is trapping me in this person that I'm really not. I'm, even if you're a good guy, Tzadikim needed to do this too. And that's why it says the challenges is what gets them out. It's the same thing with Moshe Rabbeinu, when, when he saw, that, when he went to, to see the Yidin in Mitzrayim, and he saw that they were talking Russian horror and there was arrogance and he's like, now I see why they're in Golos. Because when there's Golos, when they're in exile, they make you work. You forget, you, you don't, it's not about what you want to do, it's what you need to do. And then they learn how to do what they need to do. And once you learn how to need to do, your mind starts working And what do I need to do. And, you know, not I. And, and the real you, the better you, comes out of these situations. So what you're, <clears throat> so what you're, what you're really kind of alluding to here and really what you talked about earlier is that the foundation of this distorted yeshas, right, which is not arrogance, right, which is not ego, and I appreciate the clarification there. It's, I think, very much in line with what I was talking about, is this kind of like self-obsession that really strips a person of, becomes a kryptonite from their superpower jujin, so to speak, as you said, or strips them from their sense of chayas of being alive, right? Which then answers that question that you that you posed at the end, but I put in the beginning, which is like why do someone has all the wealth in the world or all the abundance in the world, and they're still empty, or you know a person has a havamisuteris and he still feels disconnected. The answer is is because he's trapped in a certain measure of self obsession or self fixation. Right, the same way that a dog, a dog is all a dog I can think about. So that even when a dog is, let's say, very, very loyal to their owner, even if you trained a dog to not leave the owner to get the second two biscuits, which you could train a dog to do, it would only not go because of the training, not because of its loyalty. Right? It's just the nature of the thing. Right? The nature of the beast. It's a beast. It's going to go where its stomach drives it. I'll, it's, I'll, it's, I'll go to four. It's what's that? Four bis- I'll go to four biscuits. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, it's, it's this preoccupation with self that then strips a person away from the chayas, from the energy of life, from the spirituality of life. And you use the, use the term hav-hav, which is like a 
gimme, gimme, like I need, I need, I need to take. What's interesting about what you're talking about in reference to Yosef Atzadik and the opposite of that itself obsession is more about what am I being called to? What am I being, what's the opportunity being presented to me? What's the circumstance demanding of me? As opposed to what can I get out of the circumstance, right? So it seems to be like, it seems pretty clear from what you're saying that the, the paradigm of separation between the place of the revelation of the Avamisoteris versus the blocking of the Avamisoteris is, is my attitude, what can I get out of the circumstance? Or is my attitude, what I demand from the circumstance? Or is that attitude, like, what is being demanded of me? me. How am I showing up here, right? Which, which is that separation. It's funny because even when a person says, how, what am I being called to here? There's an I there too, if you think about it. But it's, but, but it seems like there's a, a separation. That's what I was thinking about while you were talking. Between a healthy eye and a not healthy eye. The healthy eye or the, the destructive eye is where the eye is trying to take. The undestructive eye is the acknowledgement that I am an expression of. It's like you said, a mechelik mamish, right? And therefore, because I am a mechelik mamish, I am called to something, which means my I is really an acknowledgement of God. It's a funny thing. Meaning I'm acknowledging that I am not me. I am a channel of divinity coming in. I am a particular channel of divinity coming into the world, and I'm responsible to make sure that that channel fulfills its mission. And that's why he, exactly what you're saying is how he finishes off this, this section, this, this paragraph. He goes, and this is Besaid Golas Hashchina. Said the the secret the golus shechina that what's the golus shechina what's the secret? I mean today today tonight studying Tisha B'av so it's really important to discuss this. You know, it's not because of our sins. It's not just sins. Like it's you going away, you get you go away a few years and come back. No, so golus shechina is that this I that you're obsessed with. The truth is, it's true. You are important. The whole world, a person a person has to say, for me the world was created. It's funny, it's a chazal, and anybody who says it would sound like, an, if you didn't say chazal, you'd say, you know, the world was made for me. You'd be like, the guy's an arrogant and it's chayov. Chayov odom leimer. It's an obligation. Chayov odom leimer. Even with all this conversation in Chassidus, Kabbalah, and in, the, in Gemara, everything about humble and about bittel, after everything is said and done, there is a chiyuv, there's an obligation to say, Bishvili, the world was created. Va'ani, this, how do I know this, what I, that I was created, only created to serve the purpose, to bring out the purpose, to reveal the purpose. So, you know, so the, the reason why we're all, that this eye has such powers of krypton in it, to, 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 where does it get this power from? It's avamisteris, mamish. You know, it's coming from the same place. Hmm. It's coming really from the same place. That's the seid. That's the actual secret of golos. That this is the same place, it's all coming from the same thing. It's how we interpret those vibes, those messages, is how we're going to channel the MS. And that's why he says, Because is that you are important, and you do, everything is in value, it is important what you're going to do. But why? Because you're revealing the truth. 
not because it's in the interpretation versus an unhealthy one is like, I want, you know, let me think about what I want. It's, it's never going to lead to a path of happiness. It's like you said before, what, what does life want from me? Like, what's God giving me? If he gave me a situation, that means he has an issue that gets, he got to get, he got to get revol- resolved. And he looked at all the candidates in the world, and he's like, Mayor, you're the best equipped to do it, so I'm sending it to you. And you're like, what do I have this thing that's going to trip me up? And he goes, no, I'm there. God says, I went with you in Golis. I am in there. That's where the God gene is there. You take care of this problem, you'll find a better you. Supercharged, super Jew is in that. That's the site. Super Juju. Super Juju. <laughs> Thanks, Mayor. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Fabring. Practically a Fabringin is brought to you by The Light Revealed. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can give us a review and subscribe. We love connecting with you. Please check out our website, thelightrevealed.org. Our producer is Morty Schwartz. Our social media content team is Zoe Poznanski and Tehilo Nasanian. Thank you for joining, and we wish you the most blessed day in only revealed days.